0: Welcome, everybody, to the next installment of the Upscale Business Podcast. My name is Mitch Van, and I'm joined by Tom. How are you, bud?
1: I'm good, man. Struggle Street. Let's get it. Woo. Let's
0: get it. So for anyone wondering, Struggle Street is the segment where we speak to uh, the man who's out in the streets, uh, the guy who deals with the uh, the new leads that come through to the business here, people that are wanting some help. And um, what are they coming to you this week with, Tom?
1: Cool, man. Yeah, let's get straight into it today. So what I wanted to talk about today was a challenge that we hear quite a lot at the moment, um, and it's around staff, keeping them motivated and and retaining staff and making sure they're happy, um, making sure you as a business owner is happy with with your staff and their performance as well. So one thing that I thought we could chat around that um, sort of counteracts this challenge that a lot of the guys are faced with is... Um, creating um, an upselling process. Um, Reason being, I think it's a great way to keep your staff motivated. Um, It's also a really good way to be able to um, give them an extra opportunity to earn more money. You know, it's obviously an employee's market at the moment. Um, And I think a lot of business owners are feeling the heat of how much they have to pay to get a good tradie or, you know, experienced staff member. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, man, is is upselling.
0: Yeah. I like this one. You know, we, we cover so many things here on the podcast and we've talked about culture. We've talked about a whole host of different things that we can do, but I think to, to narrow it down and go into that staff incentivization around upselling is a good one. That's a great one. All right. If we, if we talk about the process itself, obviously, firstly, we have to create a space where they can actually do the upsells. So you know, it's it's not the well-known thing, but we actually want some form of report where the guys can actually go and do this at people's homes or at businesses or wherever they are actually walking the door of to actually get the potential upsell. So I think that's definitely the first point here. And then we can actually talk about what those incentivizations look like. But um, Perfect. a really easy way to do it is you can utilize software, whether it be iAuditor, whether it be JotForm, whether it be your your current job management software, but we need to set out what are our staff actually going in there and looking for to upsell to. At the end of the day, there are so many different services we offer, so many different products we offer in our businesses. It's impossible and inefficient for our team to go onto site or go to a potential client's home and look at everything. So establish in your business what you know the four things are or five or six or something, just not too many, something that can be done in five to 10 minutes. What are the things that you're going to look for? What are you going to actually push your team to go hunting for and see if they can actually get some upsells here? So that's the first thing, right? Now, Tom, let's actually talk about the staff incentives that can come from this. If they do find something, what can it look like?
1: You're talking about if they do find something like what are the different things that they can be looking for?
0: No, I think, look, this is going. To, that's going to be so industry-specific, and I think that's really yeah. important to note. Like if we're talking about electrical, it could be smoke alarms, it could be RCD and safety switchboards, it can be um, earth stakes, it can be lighting, it can be air conditioning servicing. Um, if we're talking solar, it can be servicing on a maintenance schedule. Um, if we're talking about plumbing, it can be leaky taps, Inefficient toilet water usage, water usage. There's so many things there. So, I think totally. what we want to look at is once we actually have these things in play and we're looking at the incentivizations themselves, there's normally three places I like to play around. We've got the individual goals, like what is the individual person getting? We've got the team incentive, you know, as a collective, what are they aiming towards? And then there's a bit of a bonus space, which is like the stretch goals, you know, what can that in itself look like? You know, and a stretch yep. goal for anyone that doesn't understand is actually I'll come to that as an example when we get to the team one because we've got a client recently that did this and had some incredible luck with it.
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah, so in terms of the individual incentives, I think um, balancing individual and team incentives is is really important. You know, we want people to um, you know, want to do the best for themselves, but we also want to, to create that team mindset, culture, everyone's, I guess, keeping each other accountable, but everybody's working toward you know, one common goal together. Um, so what we want to do is we want to create <clears throat> both individual and team incentives. So individual incentives, you know, there might be a specific API um, in terms of upsell uh, dollar amount per month that each individual wants to hit. And if they're able to hit that, um, you know, they, they might be able to get, X amount of dollars um, added to their salary as a bonus. Um, And then a team incentive would be a collective goal as a team that we're all working toward um, to be able to reach that goal and and be able to get, you know, the bonus incentive from that.
0: Yep. Perfect. If we look at the individual space, there's, there's always so many, like there's so many ways to skin a cat. And I think what you've highlighted is a really, really simple structure. And I love that. Other ways that we help our clients to achieve like commission structures or bonuses or incentivization for their team on a financial basis is actual percentages of revenue. You know, for everything they upsell, they get a percentage of that revenue, one, three, five, 10% up to you. And then also fixed amounts for every upsell they get, you know, it might be that they upsell to a smoke alarm or as a cleaning service, they upsell uh, additional window cleaning, or instead of just doing the four bedroom house Uh, once a month, they actually upsell the client to actually having it done fortnightly and letting them know that that would actually reduce the time it takes to do it. Now, maybe in those cases, you actually add a specific dollar amount for each upsell they get. Let's say the upsell's worth $100, they actually get $3 or $5 or $10 from that. Um, So there's three different ways there. There's one, setting the goal. When they hit a certain target, they get a certain amount. Two, as a percentage of revenue for every dollar that you upsell, you get X amount. Or three, for everything you upsell, there is a predetermined amount of money that you earn for that upsell. So I think on the individual space, there are a couple of different ways that we can do that. Now in the team space, this can be a collective revenue goal. It could be a sell X amount of things to get Y. There's so Once again, there's so many different things that we can do here. And I I challenge business owners to be creative and have a good time with this. Um, If we go back to the individual one really quickly, we've got one of our clients who actually establishes a two grand bonus per person at the start of the year. And then it actually works the opposite. The things that they do on a negative base, so any problems that come up and problems that are caused by individual team members actually reduces the amount of bonus that they get. And then they have different ways that they can earn back additional money to to add to that kitty. Then as a team, there's a $10,000 pool that's shared amongst the team. And once again, over the course of the year, certain actions detract off that initial amount. And once again, you can add money to that event, uh, that amount. And then that team incentive, that $10,000 is added to and can actually get bigger. And then they all share in that at the end of the year. You know, now- Love it. If we want to bring in um, another way that our, our guys have done this, it can actually be that they have a holiday that they're going away for at the end of the year you know, a lot of trade and service-based businesses close up over December and January. This is a great time to reward your team. Now, we've got one client who took his team to Bali um, and we had last year that same exact client, and this is where stretch goals are going to come in. That's that bonusing. That's that way that you make your team work that little bit harder. He had the, the carrot dangling that if they hit a certain revenue target month on month, they'd all go to Bali. And that's what happened this year. But last year, the team actually excelled on that and exceeded those and hit the stretch goal, which was an additional twenty percent. And he actually took the team away to Thailand for that, you know. And this year, the stretch goal was he would take his way uh, team away to Europe if they hit that. So you know, it's it's a really great way to put a goal in front of the team, but to let them know that if they do go above and beyond that goal, that there is additional rewards that can be achieved. It's kind of like. Did you ever used to play uh, RPG games when you were a kid, Tom, like on you know PlayStation, games where as you leveled up as a character, you you got better at certain things? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's Love the same it. kind of thing there. As we level up and as we achieve different levels, we actually get better bonuses, better things unlocked to us.
1: Yeah. I think also, Mitch, a, a key to this that you kind of touched on a little bit earlier is um, around the, the communication of it. I think these incentives are, are great. But I think um, personally, looking at creating these incentives with the team um, would be really beneficial because rather than, you know, you don't really know what each individual wants, what drives them. So holiday to Bali, you know, might be great for for someone, but for the rest of the team, they've been to Bali eight times. They've already got plans, uh, trips planned there this year. Like make sure that when you are creating these these goals, you know, they're exciting for your staff and they sort of help you in working out exactly what those goals are.
0: Yeah. And that comes back to such a fundamental thing. We've talked about this so many times here on Struggle Street and on the Upscale mm. Business Podcast in, you know, in other episodes is that communication is key and working together as a unit is how we achieve greatness. You know, it's not just about you. It's not just about your way. It's not just about how you want it. It's about ultimately understanding that your business is about the team and the team functions better when you're all a part of decisions.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. And also when, when you know, making sure that your staff really um, understand exactly what the upsell goals are, you know, how much the, the monetary amount is for each upsell, um, the, the clearer, the simpler you can make it, you know, the easier it is for them to be motivated to actually look to achieve those upsell goals.
0: Yeah, clarity and communication are key. Yeah. And I think that brings us to another couple key points of this kind of structure. You know, there's some really, really simple things that you want to make sure are occurring um, before you bring in these kind of incentives. Like incentivization is great. You know, I'm a big fan for, fan of it. I love it. I think it's one of the ways to actually get the best out of your team and also grow and scale businesses at speed. But we've got a couple of keys that we want to talk about here. Some key foundation principles around staff and around this stuff before we actually go too heavily worrying about what the incentivizations are. Yep. I think one of the big keys, the first key is no matter how much you're going to offer someone as a bonus and as a commission and as an incentivization to do more, if the base that you are paying them is low, they're not going to come to the party. You know, if their friends over at a competitor are earning 35 bucks an hour and you're paying them 30, Straight away, you're in the negative mindset. They're not going to come to bat for you. yep, yep.
1: yeah, and I, just on that, I feel like a lot of people, especially employees, they they don't necessarily trust. I don't know if trust is the right word, but with with commission, um you know that's a, a nice little added bonus, but at the end of the day, they're looking at the base rate. so you, you're totally right. Like make sure that base rate is at the very least competitive with, with the other, you know, potential businesses out there.
0: Look, base rate and salary are what we call our bragging rights as staff, you know, Mm. especially when you're young. And when we're talking about a service game, the majority of your staff are going to be young. They're going to be between the ages of 20 and 35. Okay. And, you know, I like to think 35 is young, you know, it's pretty close to me. So, uh, and I know know you you sit on the other side of that, Tom, but, it's really important that we give them those bragging rights. So something that you can also do is at the end of each pay month, you actually tell someone their base with your incentives added into that. So if they've earned an extra hundred dollars each day and they work 10 hours a day, I'm just work you some really rounded numbers here. That's an additional $10 an hour. So yes, Mm. you pay them their bonuses and they get everything, but you know, give them the number at the end of the year, at the end of the week, or the month, tell them, hey, last month, you know, your base was 35, but you actually earned 45 an hour, because of all the incentivization that you did, and the commissions and the bonuses and all that stuff. You know, that gives them additional bragging rights. Okay, so make sure the base is competitive, and the market determines the base. The next thing that's important is, and Tom, you're a big advocate of this. What's the next one?
1: yeah so space for training so what we mean by that is just making sure that you know you've created these incentive schemes um but the staff are actually well equipped to be able to implement them and and upsell on site so they understand the process of upselling they understand how to communicate that um and essentially sell uh to, to to clients and customers so there's obviously a number of ways you can do this you do it yourself if you've got the capacity um, so you can literally just, you know, bring your guys along, show them exactly how you do it with a client. You can do a bit of a role play, um, you know, with your, your team members. You can get a more experienced staff member to, you know, teach, um, you know, guys that are a little bit newer to the, the idea of upselling. Um, but just making sure that they're, that they're, they're well-versed, they're um, confident on and competent on how to do, um, you know, what we're setting out for them to do, which is upselling. I think is is vital. Otherwise, they're just not going to
0: do it. Yep. That training space speaks so, so much to business owners. Um, I literally just got off this morning um, a call with, you know, one of our, I'd call the middle to large clients located up north. And they were talking about this exact fact. They had a record month, 20% bigger than their last record month, which was last month. Now, that's a common theme here is we we make sure that our clients are having record months as often as they can. Um, but one of the key reasons that they attributed this to happening so consistently is that they actually now get their staff to listen to podcasts Yep, during drive time, outside of business hours, and then in their training, they actually get them to recite back a bit of the knowledge that they've gained from that. So what they're doing is they're upskilling the person, not just their technical ability. You know, the podcasts that I gave them, so I gave them a list of podcasts for the team to listen to this month, they were all sales related you know? And so that's a great space for these these individuals to understand that the business wants to level them up, not just on what they do on a day-to-day basis, but on a skill they can take away from that business and utilize for the rest of their life. So there's so many ways to make sure that training is happening in your business. Dedicate the time, yes, each month, each fortnight, each week to actually do in-house training, but also out-of-house training. Hey guys, I want you to listen to this podcast this week, and I want you to come back to me with one point that really stood out for you. Such a simple way, such a simple thing. 20 minutes, 11 minutes, 30 minutes, for whatever it is. Get your team to listen to our podcast. You know, get them to understand a couple of fundamental key aspects of business, and that'll have them striving to do better for you. They're not just hearing about it from you as a business owner. They're hearing about it from industry leaders, industry professionals, people that coach, you know, technicians, tradies, different business owners across all walks of the industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to the fundamental struggle that we're talking about, right. Is, is people not feeling like their staff are motivated. Um, So being able to, to show an interest in upskilling them, training them, um, you know, making them better people, more well-rounded employees, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a, a win-win for everyone.
0: It's a no-brainer. You know, we covered this a yeah. uh, a month or so back. We we took a, uh, one of our clients was actually in-house here and we, we ran a podcast with them. They're at the moment, due mm. to their training, they're achieving three times the industry average of revenue than anyone else. The average, they're getting three times more revenue out of their staff. What that means is they can have a team of five and effectively generate the same revenue as a team of 15. That's a huge win for a business, all because of the training. And then it's a win win because the team also gets incentivization. The team also makes more money. Each team member is earning between two and a half and three and a half thousand dollars extra a month, a month on their wage. That's huge. And the business is still pulling in 20 to 30% net profit. What a win!
1: Love a win win, man.
0: Now, the final key to this, the final piece of the puzzle, and a really, really important one, is having a system built out to display what's actually going on so people can see where they're at with the incentive. So they can see where they're at and how they're going. And effectively, they have something to measure against of where their upsells are at. It's a really, really important part. And we see too many businesses forget this, you know, write it on a board. Put it in something like Asana or Monday or some form of um, task management software. Put it somewhere that everyone has access to and they can see where they're sitting at for the month around where their commissions are at and where their upsell percentages are lying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that also serves a purpose in that, um, you know, for guys and and girls that can be a little bit competitive, I think a little bit of healthy competition amongst employees is healthy too. So they can sort of see. Oh yeah, Johnny's killing it. Like he's got, you know, three grand worth of upsells for the month. I'm only sitting at fifteen hundred. Like, yeah, I might have a chat with Johnny, see what he's doing, and and try and you know keep up with him.
0: Um, personally, how, I love
1: that sort
0: of. Yeah, I love that. Imagine you know, how that, great that, that,
1: that competitiveness
0: and inspiring that would be for a new team member coming on board. New team member jumps into a mm-hmm. business, sees the board, sees that sees that everyone else is earning, um, you know, two and a half, three grand extra. A month on top of their wage, and they go, wow, I can earn that, that's going to level them up so much quicker. Just that inspiration of seeing that and knowing that they've got a team around them that can actually do that and consistently hit those numbers is going to want to make them push so much harder. So, a a big, big fan of that. And it also takes away the onus of training from you as a business owner. Like you just said, if you can see that Steve is excelling at this, you're going to go and talk to Steve. If you can see that Steve excels and he sells an extra 30 smoke alarms on top of everyone else at the business, you're going to go to Steve and you're going to be like, Steve, mate, just just whisper me the secret. How do you sell yeah. so much? How do you do this? Yep. And as a business owner, like what a beautiful thing. What a great thing to be able to see a board and know that your team is consistently firing for you at all times. And know where you have to actually insert that training time. If you see that there's been a slump, if you see that someone's not performing if you see that there's a certain item that people are struggling to upsell into makes it such a simple process to know what you've got to train your team around
1: yeah and generally speaking people don't want to fail and everyone wants to contribute so if somebody's not quite you know where they want to be or where they should be and they can see the rest of the team is one you know you'd hope that the rest of the team is going to sort of uplift them and sort of help them out um, and two, it's going to motivate them to sort of keep up with everyone else and reach that team goal as well.
0: Yep, perfect. All right, look, I feel like that's a really, really good place to start when we're talking about in staff incentives. Um, anything else you'd like to add? Because you know what, I'm all out tonight.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think that was good, man. I think just um some key points to to go back on. Make sure that when you are building out these um upselling systems, um, you know, that that they're communicated really well. They're as simple as possible, um, but also with the goals um, that you have in mind, um, build them out with your team so you know what what they want to get, especially with those stretch goals. If you're looking for, you know, some ultimate goal where you have a trip away or a fancy dinner or, I don't know, you go go-karting. I remember one of our clients took took his team go-karting a couple of weeks ago. Make sure it's something that everyone wants and
0: he's pumped for and he's motivated to do and build that out with your team. Tom, mindful you're still in Bali, but when you're back, mate, I tell you this, Uh, I currently hold a lap record up at uh, go-karting on the Gold Coast. Mate, as a team, we're all going to have to be going up there. You brought up go-karting. I think we're all going to go up there.
1: Let's go. Lap record, really? I
0: do. It's called Slideways. Uh, Currently sitting at 36 seconds for a lap. Uh, the, the all-time leader is actually at 34. Um, but you know, I like to, to flare, flare my, um, prowess around. He's in his own brand new go-kart. I was just using utilizing one of the ones they've got there for us, but man, it's a lot of fun. I love incentives like that. I love wow. incentives that actually are memorable moments as opposed to just being cash related, which is why the Bali trip, which yep. is why Thailand, which is why Europe, whatever it is like, it doesn't have to be that big if you can create a memorable moment within the team, man, that that kind of thing, that's where bonds are created. That's where you create friends. Mm. You don't create friends while you're working next to someone. You create them where, you know what, you go out, you have a good time with them and you have a story to talk about afterwards.
1: Yeah. One, just quickly, one that I remember doing a few years back for a company that I worked for was um, paintballing. It was an oh, absolute man. blast. There was, you know, there was probably twenty of us, two teams. It's just a great way of just, you know, having a blast, um, you know, taking the piss out of it, each other a little bit, and and getting a bit competitive. It's yeah, it's the
0: best, mate. Well, you've given us two great ones. Let's get those both happening when we're when we're all together next as a team. Let's go. All right, mate. Thanks heaps for today. Talk soon.
1: Cool, man. See you next week. Right.